there are so many voices that are coming at us. So much great advice, so many directions, so many instructions on how to do this, that, and the other. How do we determine what we listen to? That's what we want to talk about today on this episode. So join me. Hey, happy girls. Welcome back to another episode of Confessions of a Brawl Lady with Missy Helderman. We cannot wait to teach, inspire, and even maybe share a giggle or two with our beloved Happy Girls family. So without further ado, let's dive right in to today's episode with Missy. Hey, happy girls. This is Missy, your favorite bra lady coming to you from the bra market. And today I want to talk to you about all the voices that are coming at us all the time. Last week, I talked about paper chains and the limitations that we put on ourselves, the lies that we listen to, the lies that hold us back from doing what we were called to do, created to do, the impact that we are to create or to make. And if you missed that episode, I highly recommend that you go back and listen to it. Matter of fact, this morning, I was just listening to it again. And it is a message that I need to continue to hear because I don't think we ever, we get so far and then we learn some more. You know, it's kind of like an onion. We're, we're pulling off the layers, then we have to deal with some stuff again. So I highly recommend that you go back and listen to that. I believe it was episode 26, limitations that you put on yourself, limitations, are they real or imagined, something like that. Today, I want to talk to you about people, things, voices that we listen to, that we give a priority to or power to. You know, like I said, last week, we talked about the lies and how we, as we take them on as truth, we give them power. Well, I believe also that there are times that we have people speaking to our lives that we give power to speak into our lives. Okay. Let me give you an example. A teacher per se, a teacher is going to train you in how you do it. He's an expert. So we're going to listen to him because he's done it and he's showing us how to do it. A plumber, a doctor, they have the education to be able to analyze the problem that we have and then bring solutions to it. Correct. So we're we give them some kind of power or identify their authority in that, okay? Well, I believe that there are times that there are people that we have in our lives or people that we see on, I don't care where it is, television, social media, in our circle of friends, that we give them authority or we see them as an authority that may not need to be. A great example, I had an amazing opportunity to talk to a person who I really do admire. And that person, because of their business success and their story that they have shared, I identified with it. And I also see where I'd like to be, you know, I'd like to learn more about what they do and how they got to where they needed to be. But I had the opportunity to talk to this person 
And they really didn't have any idea about what my business was, what I did or how I did it because they didn't have that, that knowledge. Some of the things that they gave me as recommendations or suggestions, I could have taken and gone, oh, okay, well, that's what I need to know. You're the expert. I'm going to do this. And this is, this is going to be what's perfectly right for me. But as I sat back and listened and thought about what they were, the advice that they were giving me, it really didn't set right with me. And the reason for it was that, again, they really didn't know my business. So they couldn't really speak into my business and give me really great viable suggestions. All right. Does that make sense? Well, in that situation, I'll be honest. At first, I was so excited. I felt like I was going to get a piece that I was missing. I was looking for a piece of advice that might just catapult me into what I'm doing the next level, right? And I got off the phone and felt very disappointed, very discouraged. I had been so excited before then and then kind of got deflated afterwards. One of my friends put it really, really well. She says, it kind of feels like you. it's Christmas. You're waiting for Christmas. You're waiting for the perfect gift, but you really didn't ask for that perfect gift. You didn't know, no one knew what that perfect gift was for you, but then you were disappointed when you didn't receive it. Well, I don't think that I didn't receive it because that person didn't know what to give me as much as maybe I was looking to that person for something I shouldn't have been looking to. There's been times in my life that I have had, whether it is a boyfriend or a someone who I just really admired, someone who seemed like she had it all together and had the confidence and had all, you know, had all the things that I might want. And then they give me advice or suggestions and they really weren't great for me. They weren't really what God's best was for me. And over the years, what I've learned and most recently in just the situation I had to step back and think, am I looking to other people for the peace that really I should be looking to God for? Whether it been direction, whether it been that step that I needed to catapult my, you know, to the next big step or or just answers to the the direction I'm going with or even the the confirmation that I'm going in the right direction. I really have to step back and ask myself, am I looking to other people for that confirmation, for that information, for that peace? Am I looking to others to give me something that really God is standing there wanting to give me? You know, I have talked many, many, many times about how God has equipped us how he has put everything within us to become exactly what he's called us to do. And yes, like the acorn we talked about a few weeks ago, it has everything within it that needs to be a mighty oak, but it does depend on the environment, the water, the sunlight, 
that sort of thing. A squirrel not eating it, you know, you know what I mean? It requires some outside assistance, but it still has everything it needs. Am I trying to, when I get nervous, when I feel like I'm an imposter, when I, I might feel like I just don't have it all together, do I tend, and I, I'll be honest, I do, I tend to look for others to give me a piece, something that I feel like I'm lacking, even if it's just the encouragement, you know, hey girl, you're going on the right direction, but is it really the people that I need to be looking to when it really is God who's wanting to give me that? And then it makes me question, are there times when I don't have exactly the answers that I need? There is a piece that's missing. There is something that, that to go forward, I need to understand that is there times when God has put us in a situation just like that to see, are we going to look to others? Are we going to look to him for that? Because he will give it to us, right? He will give it to us. It's really something to ponder, isn't it? And now I do want to say that I truly believe that there are people that God puts in our path to speak into us and to give us pieces that we need. My spiritual father is one who we've crossed paths. He is able to give me pieces so that I can see things more clearly and give me pieces that I truly believe was from God. But I believe that just because he can speak into my life and God has put him in my life, that not everybody is to speak into my life. I heard, I heard someone say one time that you really have to watch what you listen to even on the radio, on the television, some of that stuff. Because honestly, a lot of the stuff on television, they'll tell you 16 different messages. The sky is blue, the sky is green, the sky is red, the sky is green, right? Think about that when we're starting to listen to everybody around us and we start listening to all the voices, we start giving authority or power to speak into our lives to complete strangers. If we listen to some television show that they, you know, they proclaim to have reached this height and this width and this length, and while that's what I'd like to do too, just because they proclaim it doesn't mean that they have the authority to speak into my life. It doesn't mean that they should be speaking into my life. You know, what it, What happens if I send a message to somebody who I admire to let them know, hey, you know, the the something that I saw on Facebook, it really meant something to me. Thank you for sharing that. And I share a little tidbit and they give me a piece of advice that's like so far out of the scheme of things. But because I admire this person, oh my gosh, I need to do that. I believe we need to really look at who we're listening to and we need to watch those people that we are listening to. I want you to look for their fruit. What is their life like? You know, they can stand up there and say, oh, all things are well and all things are great. You know, we're going to get you from A to, to B in 2.6 seconds. 
but have they gotten from A to B in 2.6 seconds? Is their life really reflecting the fruit of what they're saying? And most of all, we need to be discerning about who speaks into our lives. And I feel like that is truly something, you know, we ask the Lord about. Yes, there are people of authority because of where they're positioned that can speak to us, that can require things of us. But I think that we need to really guard our hearts from just everything we hear. The easiest way to get a person off track is to give them something else to look at. So if we're going, we're hard at it, we're going to get to this particular spot, but yet we have a shiny thing or a derailment or a distraction that takes us, uh, takes our eyes off of this spot and puts it on so many other things. Or we listen to so many things that then all of a sudden we're questioning, oh my gosh, are we really doing the right thing? Well, this person over here told me that I needed to move for this to work. It needs, I I need to physically move. Of course, this person over here tells me that I need to do all these things on social media and I need to do all these things out into the community. I need to do all this. And then somebody else tells me, well, you know what? Forget that. You don't even need to focus on that. Here's what you need to be doing. I know that even when you are trying so hard to focus on what it is that God's got in front of you. You are doing the things that you're called to do and you are just really pressing into it. It seems like those are the times that every other voice is coming at you. And honestly, it wasn't until three days later till I realized that because I was listening to this over here, which was a great, it was great advice. It, this person has got it together and has been leading many people to great success and doing it, you know, doing it tremendously, but it wasn't right for me at the time. It wasn't right for me. It was when I stepped back and said, wait, this has taken me complete. I'm not even looking at what I was looking at before. I'm trying to do this over here. And all of a sudden I'm starting to question, well, do I need to do this and this and this and this? All of a sudden I had this big old to-do list of things that completely were changing what I originally, what God had put on my heart to do in the first place. God is not a God of chaos, confusion. He's not even a God of stress. And it was when I completely got stressed out and I I was, I was stressed out. I was feeling confused. I felt like I didn't know which way was up and I had to stop and I had to take a breath and I just literally, you know, one of those prayers, Lord, help. I mean, that's all I had, Lord help. And in that moment was when I realized I could see what it was. I saw the confusion. I saw the derailment. I saw how this good thing, and it was, it was a good thing, had completely got me distracted 
from God's great thing. It was hard to see. It was so subtle how it happened. But when I recognized it, it was so hard to see because I thought I was doing a great job. I thought I was doing the right thing. And I just got sidetracked all because I was listening to too many voices and not that they were bad voices, but that they were not the right voices for me to be listening to. I was looking to them for a piece that really God wanted to give me. So as I leave you today, I want you to think if you are in a situation right now where it seems chaotic, when it seems stressful, when it feels like you're kind of spiraling and you don't know what to do, where to go next, I want to challenge you to that simple prayer. Father, help. Help me to see the situation like you see it. Help me to see the clarity. Help me to understand how you are seeing what the situation is because he's faithful to show you. And it is when he showed me that was when I could turn, I could repent and turn and go, okay, I understand. I can lay this down. I don't have to even think about it. I don't have to give it any, any voice in my head. And I can continue to focus on what you called me to. It's not easy, but remember when we're feeling our joy gone, our joy has been taken. Our peace is missing and chaos is surrounding us. There might be some voices we're listening to that really have no authority, no power, should have no authority and should not have any power in our head. We should be listening to those voices that God either has put in our lives and we should be listening not only to God's voice and his word, but also those people that he has put in our lives as authority over us, because that's where life comes from. That's where our peace and our joy, that's when it will be restored. Take a moment and just rest in that. Think about the voices you're listening to. There's too many of them. What is it that God really wants you to listen to? Let me give you a little hint from Helderman. I haven't done a hint from Helderman in a while, have I? Sponsored by Anita, makers of top quality lingerie and sports bras, where fit, comfort, and quality are key. Okay, so this last couple weeks, I have had more of my ladies coming back uh, for more from anywhere from a year ago to a couple years, you know, I've been in business for over five and I've got a couple girls that's just been coming in from five years ago. Ladies, I don't care what that bra looks like. It may look like it's brand new, but if you've been wearing it properly, rotating it, washing it like it should be, even then it will not last forever. It just won't. You're making it do some work. So your bras, I always recommend four to six good bras, rotate them, wash them after two times of wearing them. But even with that, you are going to be lucky to get six to nine months out of them. If you're really lucky, you'll get a year, but bras should not celebrate a birthday. Okay. 
That's your hint from Helderman from your favorite bra lady, Missy, here. Until next time, ta-ta. Wasn't that great? It was another episode of Confessions of a Bra Lady with our favorite bra lady, Missy Helderman. She not only leaves us feeling empowered, confident, but also with a trick or two in our back pocket to conquer the world. We can't wait for you to join us next week. But in the meantime, you have a variety of ways to stay in touch. You can check out our website for all of your merchandise slash subscription slash getting to know us needs. Follow us on Instagram or Facebook, handle The Bra Market. Or you can join our email club available on our website. So until next time, we hope you have a great week where you feel stylish, confident, and able to tackle all the things on your to-do list. Until then, happy girls. Bye-bye.